All right, welcome Surf Chaos Podcast, episode 31. Uh, this episode is sponsored by Minnow Surfboards. If you're looking for a new custom handcrafted shape longboard, or retro series board, or mini mail, egg, check out Minnow Surfboards. They do a fantastic job. Uh, I've written these boards many, many times myself. I couldn't speak more highly of uh, them. Super fun, super responsive. Uh, you can also get your custom shape pretty quickly as well um, uh, if you want to get uh, special color glassing all taken care of all all handcrafted here in Southern California so check them out at minnowsurfboards.com you can find them on Instagram at minnowsurfboards or email info at minnowsurfboards that, that again is minnowsurfboards alright on this episode um, got a really really cool guest uh, good friend of mine, Joe DeMarco, uh, lives on the North Shore of Oahu, has been there for almost 20 years, and he is a fantastic surfboard shaper, shaped almost all of my boards that arrived. There's many, many other people on the North Shore and around the world. Uh, very, very, very talented individual when it comes to surfboards and knowledge of surfboards. But not only that, he's also a WSL commentator for the beach during the triple crown so if you're on the beach watching pipe or sunset or Haleiwa, um right there watching the action you've definitely heard his voice um he's the one yelling at the surfers in the water letting them know the scores also you know letting everybody on the beach know that hey what's happening so uh without any further ado i'm gonna go ahead and start the podcast and i don't want to tell you too much about it because we had a great great conversation and whoa talk right. about jumping through hoops to get it uh how come i don't have video uh you if the bottom there's an oh, option right. okay. there you are there there's that pretty face hey <laughs> yeah good. yeah the quarantine here huh yeah we're not really are you on quarantine no, I mean, well, I was, I stayed home for three months. I just went back to work this week. Oh, that's good. So, uh, yeah, I got paid to stay home and I don't know. It was nice. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I paid to stay home. I didn't get any of that. No, yeah, it was, um, it was weird going back to work yesterday though, too. They're really strict here. I had to wear a face mask and like a face shield and gloves. A face shield. Like, hi, I'm Joe. Yeah, and it says face shield right here on it, too. <laughs> I should have took a picture. I'll take one tomorrow and send it to you. Okay. That it sounds ridiculous. Yeah. So, well, cool. Uh, yeah, I went out did. to dinner the other night, but, uh, you know, face mask with no face shield. Yeah, I mean, you guys were – it didn't really get that bad there, being an island. You guys were able to control it. No, no. I mean – We're we're pretty good. Shit got weird here. Sounds like it. Yeah, it's still weird. So, but is uh, it better like this? Oh, you're yeah, perfect. You're actually very clear too. Like you're like full like HD, like HD 4K. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. So cool. Well, thanks for doing this. I've got uh, a list of questions yeah, yeah. and fun things to talk okay. to you about. I feel like you're a uh, kind of a man of many jobs now too, huh? <laughs> uh, I guess so. I'm always here. I'm gonna get in the shade real quick. Yeah. Hang on, let me stop. Oh, oh, there you are. Even better. Yeah. Yeah. 
better lighting. So are you living in Pupakea? Yeah. Check it out. Dude, ocean view. Yeah, I got my own little like zone back in there. Um, first story. Really? So, oh, how cool. So that's, yeah. that's your space down there? Yeah, well, we share the house, but I put like my own little kitchen and uh, fridge and grill with like a stove top so I could have like my whole little own zone down there. That's so nice. Yeah, so it's better for when I have Layla at the house. Of course. So then you got your freedom when you don't have her. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, I got my own little zone. That's kind of nice. That's pretty great. Yeah. So there's two bedrooms downstairs and a big laundry room. So there's a sink in there. So I get in a bathroom downstairs. So I, I pretty much got like the whole downstairs zone. You get all you need. Yeah. So, um, so have you been surfing? Yeah. Not every day, but few times a week enough that's you know that's good enough and um what are you riding these days um i rode um i've been riding longboard a little bit been riding some bigger guns even when it's only like six feet oh so you're old manning it now huh oh <laughs> fully <laughs> my new shortboard is six eight times um uh, like 19 and three quarters times uh two and three quarters and it's got 40 liters in it Jeez. six eight so you just paddle into everything you're just like Psh, got it yeah got it. i i called it the uncle joe model i'm over i'm over hey fit you too yeah but you know out here um you know how it is anywhere where yeah. you get you get um i don't have i don't live in v land where i have all day long to just be like hey which board are we gonna try out let's go oh surf. yeah oh you just got in from surfing oh let's go back out from surfing now it's like <laughs> i have like an hour and i'll paddle out and get you know and then like little kids are paddling circles around me and like girls on long boards so finally I'm i like, get it i get it you know yeah i showed my new board to randy he's like oh that's um it's like that shows you're maturing. <laughs> so that's funny. Well, but, uh, I'm not far yeah, behind anyway. you. I actually, uh, yeah. I've been riding a, a fish though, like a five ten fish, but it's like pretty a lot, lot of volume. Right. So I, I, I kind of switched off. I mean, I still ride the shortboard. I still got all the boards you shaped me. Oh, that's cool. And I still that's take cool. those out um, when it's definitely got some more juice to it. And then I've got a friend of mine uh, around here. He he shapes longboards. So right. we went to Malibu like three weeks ago. So he let me like ride one of his boards. Oh, that's fun. And uh, it was fun. It was nice. Like, like you said, I just caught, I caught 25 waves probably. Right. And it was just like, I was just, everything I went for, I got, it wasn't like, Oh, I missed that wave. Shit. Right. And then, and surfing sunset mostly now, not mostly, okay. but a lot. That was so, my next question. Yeah. No more VLAN really? No, I have been, but yeah. uh, Willie lives right at sunset. So you just meet up there. Yeah, with the kids, they're all playing in the sand. A lot of times it's just like, hey, let's build sandcastles. And then I end up catching waves somehow. <laughs> That's great. That sounds <laughs> yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah. No, it's good. Yeah. No, I get out like once a week, twice a week if I'm lucky. It's just hard to like, you know, with the kids. And then we don't live right, right at the beach, you know. It's, you know right. we're, we're on Long Beach, so it's a little bit of a drive to go. How far away is the best spot? Um, 
I go to Bolsa Chica mostly because it's a state nice. park. That takes about 20 minutes. Um, yeah. And Huntington Pier is like about five minutes past that. Um, oh, that's good. That's a good little wave. Like, yeah. And um, South side, north side, what side are you? I usually just go to the north side. North side. Oh, you're a north side guy. <laughs> Got to get on that south side, the Pier Bowl. I think I'm going to have to. I saw it the other day. I was like, ooh, I think it's a little better down there. A little more rights coming Pure in. Pier Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, Pier Bowl. But I, live, I work in Manhattan Beach, so I surf uh, at Porto a lot. Oh, okay. And I, I play stumps. Yeah, it does. So, yeah, I don't see Eric Logan out there too much, though. Oh, uh, no, not Eric Logan. Yeah, we're boys. Oh, are you? <laughs> <laughs> Never met the guy. Uh, I wasn't sure. No, I was. I always just mess around. I figured. I, I never know, man. I know you're, you know, <laughs> you're the big dog at Pipeline these days. Uh, it's funny. Like, you know, I don't know. I'm like, yeah, I just talked, got off the phone with Eric Logan. <laughs> <laughs> and Kelly, we're doing it all in the wave pool. No, hey, I, I, well, I that's what I, I want to ask. Like, what do you think is going to happen okay. with Triple Crown? Um, I haven't heard anything. They didn't. Someone told me today that they was like, or yesterday, my roommate said that they were talking on Facebook about some cancellation of the entire season. Yeah. But then I went, I went and looked on um, the WSL website, and there was nothing there. Yeah. So, um, but. I kind of doubt that they're going to be able to, unless, I don't know, but I doubt that they're going to be able to run a full season, like, and have qualification and points. Mm. No, I don't you see know. that either. So we got, uh, we're basically halfway through the season. I don't know. I don't well, know what they're going to do. Well, I think they'll what... probably cancel it, and but run some sort of specialty pipe, uh, pipe masters event. That's what I predict. I was kind of thinking the same thing. I was like, but, you know, it's not going to be all the Brazilians and everybody. It's probably like who can make it to Hawaii and probably a lot of locals. Well, in um, 2001, they had a shortened season. I remember that. Because of 9-11. They figured something out, but um, the Pipe Masters wasn't a CT event that year. It was sunset. It was, it was sunset. and then. The Pipe Masters ended up being a specialty event. It was the year Bruce Irons won. I remember that. And I went to the Volcom house after that, and Kyborg yeah. threw me out. <laughs> but, tried, so, yeah. um, you know, they got to keep the history of the, um, you know, the 77 year. No, I think it's like 60-something now, though. The Pipe Masters have been running. Uh, okay. Maybe 40. I don't know how many years, actually. But um, I think it's from uh, the 60s. From the 60s, so, geez, we're in 2020, so we're getting on 60 years yeah. of the Pipe Masters almost, and they're going to keep it running. So I think that they'll be possibly – I bet they'll have a surf ranch event. <sighs> yeah, I'm sure. Even if it's not for points, just to, like, generate something this year. Because if they go a whole – I'm concerned that – you know, a lot of these, you know, like what's going to happen when people just don't care about it anymore? Uh, I don't think that's going to happen, though. Yeah? Yeah, I that's think, true. I think we want it. Yeah, we, it's something that everybody wants? Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I, I still mean, want it. I still want to beat you in, in Fantasy Surfer. So yeah, that's, that's I my do. biggest. <laughs> I still want to hear 
what the big change is to this fantasy surfing that's gonna Dude, I know make make us like jump for joy. And even like um when Eric Logan had a little speech, he didn't really say much. No. Well, I don't like what he said. What was that? I don't like it. You know, like the format. I was thing? uh so that's like a little clip from the beach. That was what I said just out of uh Well, I remember that, yeah. That was yeah, that was I remember that part. And so I was like, that's cool. Like they they put you in that pulled that clip and it's almost like we're gonna change. Was it the fat here's what I wanna know. And you can tell me, Joe. Okay. Was it so cool for Italo and Gabe, world number one and world number two, to match up in the final, but now they're gonna change the format every year? Or was it so cool that I said it? <laughs> and now that's why they're changing the format so am i gonna be remembered as the guy that changed surfing forever or hello <laughs> and gabriel medina be remembered as the guys that changed? i think your I, voice touched eric logan's heart so much that he's like fuck dude we gotta change it i think that's what i was kind of thinking i mean not to be sound you know like dude no all, like big-headed but oh geez no. uh, let the head swell <laughs> I don't even know who that guy is. He just came out of nowhere and was like adjusting his glasses. Like, you know, I think every year should be head man on man down to the final. Like what? Okay. Well, well no. no, they wouldn't be as exciting. It was exciting because it doesn't happen every year. Right. That's it was why magical. It was exciting. Right. I mean, last time that happened was 10 years ago, or maybe longer than that when Kelly and Andy hit it off. Like it doesn't happen. And that wasn't even man to man. That's right. That was a four-man heat. So, and Julian Wilson and Gabriel Medina went head-to-head for the Triple Crown and the Pipe Masters, but Medina had already clinched it like two heats prior in 2014. Yeah. So uh, Julian was like one heat behind. He couldn't have beaten him. So, yeah, it was the first time they ever saw it, so let it be the first and only if that's yeah, the case. Don't let it be like – it takes the specialty out of it. It's not special anymore. If Kelly Slater, when he won like seven events in like 96 or whatever that was, and he just clinched it in August, if then all of a sudden he had to like wait till like some one heat, I don't know. I just don't yeah, see I don't how that. Well, it takes away everybody's track record of what they've done. Well, then because then you kind of just say, okay, well, now you have a tour champion. Yeah. Any world champion. Well, right. So if the guy that doesn't win, like let's say got somebody that just dominates and has like 80,000 points and the next guy has 40,000 points going into the final event. Yeah, and he, he doesn't Jumper. get to, he doesn't get to like have the trophy yet because he's still got to surf the fate that, you know, and he goes in and it's 10 foot barrels and he's got to surf against John, John and he loses. Well, then everyone's going to say, well, he was the tour champion that year. Yeah. And John John was the world champion. I, I totally agree with you. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it's fair. I, I mean, I definitely think they want to try to make it more exciting and more marketable, but I don't think that's the way to do it. Right. Yeah, they want it because they said, oh, it was the most consumed surf heat of all time. No. How, that's what they said. I mean, maybe because more people are watching it, they've done a better job of marketing WSL, but I don't know about that so much. 
Well, uh, according to the numbers, I guess more people watched online and whatever that heat than any other time in the world. So they're like, well, we just got to repeat that every time. That's our, that's our well, business model. I think, yeah, well, we'll see how it works out. Why don't we just have every contest, they'll surf the four days, and then we'll put the two best guys. Wait, they already do that. That's <laughs> I know. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, like, why are we going to do it again? Well, I mean, I think like, they kind of oh. want – I think they kind of want to have a Super Bowl with it where it kind of starts narrowing down, but it doesn't really. But where, where are they going to do that? I can, I'm going to tell you right now that there is no days left at pipe to do yeah, it unless they, unless they take the trials out or yeah. unless they hold it. If they're going to have like some sort of seated surf off day, that's kind of what he said, right? Yeah. And then like it's like, a, you want to have perfect waves. You don't want those guys to go out at pipe when it's on shore and four to six feet, you know, you want, so you know what, you know what this means, right? That means that they're not going to finish the season at pipe. No. That means they're going to go out on some boat with like the top eight guys and do some made for television, you know, Fox sports net, Australia, like primetime event in the Maldives. That could work too. But, then you take away but i guess that you know i guess it's so like 2014 when gabriel medina wins his first world title on the beach at pipe and like everyone's going crazy with 10,000 yeah fans you, you take away that you take away the crowd Italo beats gabriel and all you see all the brazilian fans turn on their you know golden boy gabe yeah. for blocking kayo and then now, like, Italo becomes the new Brazilian golden boy. And yeah. then you get to, like, like, I got to witness that on the beach. That was special. Like, I don't see how taking that away. And, but the numbers say that if you're not going to make a multi-million dollar sports league by having fans on the beach for free. So and it's all yeah. about the eyes on – internet anyway why they should do maybe is just charge like surfline does you get you can watch wsl with commercials for free or you pay like 10 bucks and you don't have commercials. right and you know that's an interesting thing because of all of this everything that's going on and all the like oh it's free but we're just gonna like use your data and like sell all of your information like nothing's free right yeah so uh if people did a better job of marketing subscriptions as a way to actually have content that you want without having all of that tracking and, you know, those like bots that are like involved with all the free content. I don't know. So for me, I would pay because I'd I don't pay want too. to have all those ads. Because I get super annoyed with the commercials. I'd pay the 10 bucks a month. Right. Whatever, like, the, you know, whatever it is they want to charge. And I think they'd make the money that way. Because you have subscription model is the way anyway. Yeah. And if you don't want to pay, you could watch it like tomorrow. Or you watch it with tons of commercials. Or tons of commercials, right. Just banner it up all across it. Put a water, like a watermark across the yeah. screen with like Quicksilver's logo. Eric Logan's face <laughs> keeps coming across. Yeah. <laughs> like, bye now. <laughs> Or just like, he's in the tube. Here he goes. 
we're going to go to a commercial break right now and tell you about the WSL subscription plan. Yeah, yeah. and then you're like, fuck, <laughs> then you have to go back and watch. Yeah. So they should just, yeah. I think we should work for WSL, actually, um, on the marketing side. Oh, my God. I have so many ideas for them. But yeah. I'm Eric, like, Eric, are you listening? <laughs> I, uh, I am the lowest dog on, you know, I mess around like all that, but like no one even knows who I am. I yeah, walk well, out of the booth and they don't even know that that was the guy that was just talking. They know your voice. They know my voice. They've heard it, I guess, on uh, TV. So, let me ask, what, what, so what's it like? Like, um, is it pretty exciting? Like, announcing pipe masters like it's insane yeah it's uh it's kind of one of those crazy i guess dreams turned into reality kind of like uh, yeah those little things in life that you think you can do and then you do and then the opportunities just line it always like at first i was super nervous obviously because i felt like i didn't i out of all the people around me like I was the least qualified. Yeah. Like I was born in Ohio, raised in Florida on the Gulf. You know, like who am I to be up here talking about this? But you've but been on offshore for years. Yeah, going on eighteen years now. So yeah, we're getting we're getting old. But uh, my point being that, like, it you know, it's kind of more of a self conscious, you know, thing of my, everybody that I guess everybody has their own insecurities. But after a while, I just got comfortable and it was just like, you know what, like. No, the whole point is that nobody wants to do this job. Like nobody can get up here and talk on the microphone all day and keep it going and stuff. So I just like run with it. And then I have to kind of know my place with like Rocky. He kind of talks a lot and yeah. Bo, he kind of talks a lot. He's like the old dog, but now we've kind of built up a good chemistry and um, we go back and forth and I'll like bring my own little stats and my own little thing. And, I know how to set them up. Like, I'll set up Rocky with all kinds of local knowledge, and okay, then you know, like, oh, finish. so tell us about this, and he'll go on and on about the Hawaiian word of the day and things. And then Bo's got—we call him Stat Master behind the scenes because he's been doing it since the '80s. So he has a computer filled with all these stats. So I'll just be like, oh, Bo, like, didn't uh, Ronnie Burns surf in this event? And he'll be like, oh yeah, hold on, let me look that up. And, you know, and the next thing you know, he's telling me all about the day and the, the whole, you know, oh, it was six to eight feet in 1986. And he's up against, you know, it's just uh, a lot of fun to be up there with those guys. Those guys are legends in their own, you know. So oh, I yeah. just kind of had to fill in. I, I kind of, uh, I feel like I'm able to, uh, I guess, bring it all together for the uh, non- surfing fan a little bit on the beach gotcha. yeah yeah like break it down in a little bit more simplistic terms uh keeping the heat going and that's something i learned from uh doing the nssa stuff is like the nuts and bolts of the heat mm -hmm. and uh it actually kind of frustrates me when i'm listening to the web commentary because the guys will just be going on and on and on well you know i've was with his trainer back down in Australia. Meanwhile, there's like a situation going yeah, on. I know. I know. And I'm like, wait, it. and they're like, oh, we're going to go talk to, uh, uh, we're going to go talk to this guy in the stands, you know? And then they go and like talk to, um, 
who's the guy that they got from Australia, the old guy, the old champion? Um, not Potts, but uh, was, Barton. Oh, Barton. Yeah. Yeah. So they'll go to like Barton in the stands and be like, oh, yeah, mate. Oh, yeah, we're just checking out his boards. And I'm like, wait, there's a situation. Like, so yeah. there's a situation always going on. Like, guy in third, if it's a four man heat, needs a two to get to second to advance, or, or if it's a two man heat. And then most of the heats in Hawaii are four-man heats. This is kind of the rules out here, except for, like, uh, that's why they do the overlapping heats in the beginning of Pipe Masters. Yeah, the four the guys reasons. in there, yeah. Yeah, just because, like, they don't want to waste waves and all these local reasons. But and there's, like, um, kind of a time I – mean, the time schedule, too, really. Yeah, so, like, when I'm sitting on the beach for my break, sometimes I'll hear Rocky and Bo, and Rocky's like, oh, yeah, down a Turtle Bay, we got this thing going on. And, and Bo's like, oh, yeah, back in 1984, we had this thing going on. And I'm just like, what's going on in the heat, guys? Like, I don't even know. And I'm trying to figure it out. Yeah. So yeah. I kind of, like, try to keep everybody going with the heat and try to keep that exciting. And then they'll, they'll like, kind of fill in some of those times there's nothing going on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, of course. But, like, then I try to break off of that and be like – because the coaches get upset. They want to hear what's going on. Mm-hmm. And they don't want to hear a bunch of backstory. And then so the guys – and then the yeah, guys in the water, the guys, they, can, they can hear you too, right? Yeah, so they don't want to hear that either. So there's the beach mic is kind of a – but during the Triple Crown, we get a lot of fans on the beach, so you want to kind of – but, like, back in my original NSSA days five years, six years ago, you know, I, my only other ex, uh, example was, like, watching the webcast. And like, Joe Turpel, like, with, like, yeah, yeah. every – Encyclopedia Joe, right? So I'm like sitting at like a 18 and under, like I got like the micro groms out there and all the parents and everything. And I'm like getting stats, you know, and I'm like trying to get every all fill and everything. And then they were just like, we don't want any of that. We just want to know the situation. And that's it. (laughs) Like we know all these kids, like you don't have to do any of that. Like, Oh, okay. That sounds good. So. You know, there's a fine line between toning it back. And that's what's cool about the beach is we can be silent for a little bit and then kind of pick it back up and okay. fill in the situation and be like, hey, all right, Blue needs a two. And I don't know. Well, yeah, because the webcast, but, they kind of keep it going. The webcast guys got to keep talking the whole time. So they're just like, yada, 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 yada. But they get off track sometimes. Oh, they I totally do. Like, and they repeat themselves over and over and over. Right. And that's one of the reasons why we end up getting those – um, sound bites on the highlights. Yeah, okay. Because the web guys are off talking to Barton in the grandstands, and the sick wave goes by, and so when they go to do the replay, they're like, "Oh, we got we got to include Baron Mamiya's ten and they're like, "Oh, we will get the beach mic," because we were like engaged. And another thing I can I think that happens with the beach mic versus the webcast guys is that we have the instant gratification. Like at Pipe, it's like that's what's like the most incredible experience is having all those fans just be like, ah. yeah. When you say anything, you're like, these in the barrel. Then he comes out. It's and like, you ah. go. yeah. So, uh, that, that even turns the heads of the webcast guys sometimes because they're just like, they're, they have their back to the, uh, beach actually. And they're looking at monitors. So I don't know. I'm having a lot of fun with it. That's not, it's awesome. It's, I mean, I wish I could yeah. come, come out there sometime soon and see it again it's been a while you know it's gonna be funny is we'll have like a new experience one of these days 
because my you you met Baleen. He's got yeah. a kid. Yeah. And everybody's got all these kids. I know. So, like, one of these days we're going to be all hanging out and our kids are going to be, like, 10 years old and, like, pretty much taking care of themselves. Yeah. And we're going to be all, like, partying again and <laughs> surfing again, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, three-year-olds are hard. How old is uh, Aurora? Well, she's five now. Five. Oh three-year-olds, threes are tough. Threes are tough here. Everyone said twos were going to be tough. No, she three's was so tougher. sweet. She was so sweet. Three is like, she is, I call it a three-nager. She's a three-nager. Yeah. No, we said the same thing. Three was, three is tough. Oh. Like, uh, I'm learning though. Today, she was wearing this red shirt and she wanted to wear these pink shorts. So she put the pink shorts on. They look kind of goofy. I'm like, you know, yeah, red and pink, it. they don't. But then I said, you should wear these jean shorts. They'll look cuter. And she was like, no, I don't want to. And I'm like, yeah, you shouldn't wear these shorts. Actually, you can't wear these shorts. You are not allowed to wear these jean shorts. And she looked at me and she goes, I want to wear them. And so she takes her pink shorts off. She grabs the jean shorts. She puts them on. I was like. They're testing. Yeah, no, it's insane. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah, we always say it's terrible, terrible threes, not terrible twos. Yeah, it is definitely. And then we came home and she, we read 10 books. She got up. She's like, oh, I want to sleep in my bed. I'm like, okay. I got it all in there. She's like, I want to sleep in your bed, dad. Then we got in my bed. Then she's like getting up again. I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, I want to sleep in my crib. I'm like, no, come on. So finally I just like left the room and she came, I came back in. She was sleeping. So. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's Sometimes nice. you just got to like walk away. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I got another beach announcing question. Uh, okay, so, yeah. So, so when um, a score drops and you're going, I don't think so, what do you do? Right. Like, do you, like, have to kind of just, like <sighs> – Three better tongues. It's yeah. a lot. It's – there's been – I've been – I've uh, been around some questionable calls. I uh, – in the – I can remember a couple, like, in the Nationals in Huntington Beach a few years back. It was, like, Seth Moniz. His brother, Josh, had won it previous year. And uh, there's this guy, Jake Marshall, who's like the California kid coming yeah. up. Mm -hmm. And Jake does a couple of uh, air reverses. And he got this big score. And Seth was needed a score. And he came in and he did this one big turn. And then on the inside, he fell. Okay. And everyone's like, ooh. And he got, they gave him like an eight plus Whoa. for this for like the one turn and that, and everyone's like and the the two big spins were like a seven five yeah and it was the hawaiian judges too oh, okay in california and everyone's like what but it was just like destiny to win and then jake won it the next year so maybe it's all kind of i don't know you don't feel but, that so much in the uh in the big leagues, though, like it's a little more fair. 2017 Pipe Masters, Ethan Ewing against John John Florence. Ethan Ewing gets two backdoor barrels and both gets a three. <sighs> he needed a 3.5 on the last one with like 20 seconds left. He drops in, gets spit out of a backdoor barrel, and he comes up the beach and everyone's like, that's it. John John's out. It's over. And they're like, scores dropping. It's a three, four, eight. And like, you're like, John John wins the heat. Okay. You can't be like, that's bullshit. 
Well, yeah, and then you get beat up by uh, uh, Kyborg comes and throws you out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's sitting next door. Yeah. So, but, you know, I don't know. But each time, like, people protested, you know, people come and storm the tower and, like, they get fined. And there's a lot of that going on. A lot of times we're like, I don't know. And we always try to guess. Behind, you know, we're not biased, but, like, you can't help it. Like, the scores take a while. We got to monitor where the scores come in so we announced the wave guys are paddling back out they start waving their arms and we're like oh we need uh their scores we want scores you know and i'm like oh you know stand by for scores we're waiting for them and then sometimes scores come in and we're and we just like look at each other like i don't i don't know and uh you just kind of have to go with it oh and then like i completely forget about it and move on and then people will like later on be like what did you think and i'm like i don't remember because i'm an announcer that's why especially in the amateur like the parents and stuff they get all heated they want to like protest to me and stuff and i'm like hey i called like i don't know i'm just calling the waves i'm trying to give everybody everybody props yeah yeah i I remember i got i got yelled at because um i was giving this kid kaiser remember kaiser he's sister feline yeah it sounds familiar kaiser he was really small his uh, dad, Jeff, drove, like, the van's truck. Okay, yeah. Anyway, um, but he was, like, ripping it up in the finals, his first final in, like, uh, total amateur gigs, you know? And I'm, I'm, like, blowing him up. And, like, one of the parents was like, oh, you know he's in fourth, don't you? And I'm just like, I don't care. I'm giving all the kids props. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> so... Anyway, but uh, but that's your job. Yeah. It's, it's a, yeah, not to be biased towards anybody. Yeah, not to be biased. So we just move on. If it's a close call, we just say like a lot of times we're standing by for scores. The next seat's on standby because the judges want to take a minute to look. So like the turnover when you're at commercial is a lot of times what people don't see at home is like, and they'll and a lot of times you come back from that commercial and like this and uh, Joe and stuff and you're like, wait, what happened? And they'll just be like, oh, and then he did get the – but there's a lot of uh, height, you know. In certain situations, they stay and follow the guy up the beach, yeah, right, if yeah. it's like a crucial thing, you yeah. know. So – but that time, you're just like – we're like all waiting and like everyone's on the beach and you got to drop that score. And if it's not the one that you think is good, you just say, it was a 4.5, not enough. And then you just – Counting in the next seat, and then you just keep moving. And then you hear all kinds of things, chatter, and, like, some of the judges will come by with, like, texts from, you know, some of the boys saying, like, All right, do you need glasses, you know? <laughs> and, like, so there's, like, a lot of heat. And, like, I'm, like, I don't know how you guys sleep at night. Yeah. You know? Oh, there yeah. was a situation with um, Zeke Lau and Jack Robinson. Yes. Yeah, 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 I remember that one, yeah. And um, Jack Robinson, like, comes out of the barrel and, like, stabs Zeke's board. And the, the uh, I guess the interference rule is kind of written a little vague. So they're trying to protest. Like, the whole, like, Zeke camp was trying to protest against, you know, Jack. And, you know, we're just like, dude, that guy got – like 10 nine-point rides all yeah. day he got barreled like, one yeah across the border yeah in every wave like sorry zeke 
You got second again. Yeah. <laughs> but that would have made – he would have made the tour. Yeah. I like, know. I get it. It's a make or break the tour. Uh, but – so there's some uh, – but, yeah, being in that announcer seat is just kind of plush where you're just like – and that's it. Good night, folks. Yeah. Well, I do <laughs> – but you, do you see that uh, – you hear the commentators like, you know, like, you know, Peter Mel and those guys or Pods, really. They'll, they'll, they'll actually say some things like, I don't agree with it. Right. But I'm not in that position because yeah. my job, first and foremost, is to be like the judge's messenger to the surfers. Yeah, exactly. So you got to be That's a all. Yeah, you can't sit there and bitch about it. Yeah. We work for the judges. We have like direct, like the, uh, like the web booth is always somewhere else. And those guys like stay incognito. Like I don't really see like Joe and Potts other than like getting coffee and stuff. They're all in a separate zone and we're in the judge's tower right next to them. Okay. Where it used to all be like that, but now that they've kind of brought the uh, footprint of the whole surf, surf city kind of thing, like the contest site, they brought the, we kind of made it a little smaller as beaches started eroding away and we're trying to be sustainable and stuff. Okay. So now they just put like either in like a house or a trailer or like a little tent, they'll make like a little studio. Uh, okay. So they're not actually getting to see. Okay. Yeah. They're seen on the They're screen. not even. Yeah, they're like it's in my opinion it's stupid. They used to put them where they're looking at the beach, but yeah, they're I calling that. it Yeah. Yeah. And now now it's like like why aren't they just in LA looking at looking at a simulcast or something and announcing yeah. it that way? Why they do they have could to be. Yeah. fly everybody out to like build a tent to have them in a tent? But yeah. Doesn't doesn't make sense to me, but I don't run the show, you know. I think that plat pallet wall looks so bad. Um Oh, you know I need to talk. Yeah, about? yeah, totally. Yeah, the, the yeah. backdrop of the. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're trying to look like they're like eco-friendly backdrop. I don't know, but if you looked at the Vulcan Pipe Pro, who kind of started that little lounge idea, they use a screen so you can like see the beach behind it. That and makes more sense. Yeah, so if you're gonna have that kind of setup, at least give us the feeling like you're there with some movement behind it. Don't like, you're so close to the ocean. Yeah, the action's right there. Their um, back, the whole side of it is open towards the beach. And they're filming because the light's way better. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm facing the mountain right now because the sun is, like, in my yeah, face. Yeah, you're more clear. So, um, I don't know. But they're all in a little studio, so they can figure it out. Totally move again. But, yeah, it's cool, though. It's fun. Those guys are uh, – the guy, Chris Cote, is cool. Is he? And uh, yeah, Joe Turpel's cool. They're all they're all good guys. It's just uh, it's not like I'm really like you know hanging out with all the boys all yeah, the time. They're, well, they're just, not giving up. They're not giving up their job, and you're not taking it. I guess. <laughs> uh, even if they were like Joe, do you want to go? Like, how could I do that? You know, I I got a three year old. I don't have a. I you, you know find a way. You, you can't pass that. I up. know. Yeah, maybe, but I fought in court to have a. Uh, three days a week with my daughter so i'm just gonna commit to that for now awesome that's good yeah so i got three days a week so now it's like if i'm like oh yeah i'm gonna go around the world and uh, yeah it's like i'll be on call for two weeks at a time and oh i'm gonna just go to oz for three it's contests true. in a row yeah. it's only six weeks like uh maybe another seven years when she's 10 and she's gonna yeah leave. yeah but anyway what's the uh, how's the surfboard shaping go going going good man i'm uh, making a lot of customs i'm also doing um 
I'm just doing color glassing. Okay. So doing like tints and cut laps and gloss polishes and resin, just all resin stuff. So oh. I do, I still do contract glassing for third stone okay. in Wailua. Yeah. But, um, and I'm still doing my own shapes. And so, yeah, I do like, you know, five to 10 boards a month of my own, mostly like, um, just like weird custom things like long boards and I don't know. I kind of haven't been trying to promote like the high performance, like package. I don't know. It's just harder. I mean, I still make some high performance boards, but it's just whatever. Yeah. All well, I mean, it's also, kind of, I mean, you're, you're old manning it. So you're running big boards now. <laughs> But I've been making a ton of foil boards and I don't even foil. So I really want to try it though. It looks so fun. Yeah. I traded uh, Corey on uh, Kauai, ordered a new board. And so I traded him a foil for his new board. Because okay. even like uh, this guy I know on Kauai has a surf shop and he's like, oh, I'll give you a foil at cost. And it was like $1,300. So I was like, geez. It's a lot. So I, I'm going to get last year's. Uh, for about a seven hundred dollar board trade, that's fine. yeah, not bad. No, yeah. So, so, anyway, it would be it's like you know, and plus I'm I'm making the board, so I'm only paying for materials, so I'm getting it even cheaper than that. Oh yeah, let's. Well, I mean, so, yeah, I mean, it so looks fun. It looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, I think it was it's it was the only way I was just gonna break myself into it because I was never gonna drop a bunch of money down on like a brand new setup no right now not right now with considering yeah are you still going out in um like some good, good size surf or is kind of sticking to like the four to six foot days uh, yeah four to six it's the fun days i went out in a couple i went out on a couple like six to eight foot sunset days and got scared again has it been like less crowded because of this like less tourist um the last two months were completely blissful in my opinion no traffic, just the local community in the lineup. Like, it, it was insane. I drove home from uh, Wailua to Pupakea in 15 minutes on a Sunday and had lunch and, like, drove back to work, where normally it takes, like, an hour and 15 minutes past the turtle traffic and all that. Well, that's so, been – uh, the best thing here too is like get on the four or five and there's still it's starting to get a little thicker but i can still yeah home at five o'clock and get you know 25 minutes right you're like wait so actually I, I heard an interesting concept where um you know we're always concerned about this traffic right but we yeah. just kind of pr we just proved how we can stop the traffic right obviously not locking everybody in their house is the the answer but why does everybody have to go from eight to five to some place to yeah, go to work? Exactly. Not everybody has to go to a place at eight to five to work. Exactly. We can reorganize our society in a way that we aren't all going at the same time. There does yeah. not need to be rush hour traffic. Nope. So um, hopefully, I don't know, for right now, well, for you guys, it's mostly the tourists, though, that make it bad. Yes, yeah, so we haven't had any tourists, which isn't, which isn't good for, I guess, the local economy in the long run. But uh, you, you know, we might never see it like we just saw it the last two months. So, yeah, it's a gift. You know? That's the way I look like, at it, too. Yeah, it's like going down to the beach and 
for uh, like race and Brienne and uh, they live in town half the time. Yeah. They were, uh, you know, posting a lot of pictures of like empty Waikiki. Oh, that's and, crazy. Uh, yeah, we were going out to Turtle Bay and the golf course was shut down. So we've been like riding our bike, like bringing Layla out there with her scooter on the cart path. And so Ooh. it's like, there's not going to be another opportunity really to go and explore a golf course. No. Well, I heard, yeah. <laughs> uh, there was some interview with Randy. He talked about like how they should really, you know, limit the people that come to Oahu tourists. Yeah, but that's a whole another political. Uh, you you know, can't uh, stop that. I mean, it's just it's really it's the airlines. Yeah, I mean, they, they want to make kind money. Of a, and plus, like, you're talking about civil liberties. Yeah. In the Constitution. Well, and also, and like, I, as I, long as. Sorry, but as long as Hawaii is part of the Constitution, they can't keep people from going between states. Like, no. you're ha- you have the right to go from California to Hawaii. That's why well, they never could stop that. They yeah. can stop other countries, but you could still always come here. They yeah. just recommended a 14-day quarantine, which I think they will. But when, pe- when I hear people say that, like Randy and stuff, it's like, it's just an old person thing to say. Well, yeah, he's reliving opinion. the old times too, probably. Right. Like, no, it oh, wasn't yeah, as crowded back in the 60s. Yeah, like what are you going to do? Like shut down the whole like American economy or something? Uh, well, I mean, just, I, or, I mean, I worked in tourism when I was there. And like, you know, summer was my busy time. And then, right. you know, like right now, if you know, I don't know what people are doing who don't, because a lot of people work in tourism there. I don't know how they're surviving. I don't either. I think a lot of people are on unemployment. So, yeah, I mean that was that was pretty good the employment, but it's gonna run out here. Gotta, it is, it is. That's why it I was kind of happy to go back to work now because like, August first, that extra little bonus stops. Ooh, I only got the uh, my years. I got a, I got a letter from the president. I got that too. That. I was really impressed with that. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote it himself, thing. you know. Yeah, he did, and signed to everyone. Personally. <laughs> he said to Joe. <laughs> oh my yeah. god! Yeah, that was um. Anyways, but yeah, well, thanks for doing this. Um, yeah, man, this is fun. That was, yeah, it is. Um, do it know, again. Uh, um, check it out. For the, sure. I've got quite a little traction going on now with the podcast. So. Oh, good. Well, yeah. hopefully, uh, I don't know. We just start uh, enlightening the world with our our crazy imaginations you got our- some good thoughts though you got some good points i will <laughs> i will i will say that I, I i think um i really think eric needs to listen to you on the marketing for wsl <laughs> yeah i mean um i don't know we could get into it for days but uh we'll see what happens hopefully right. uh we'll be having a pipe masters and we can talk about that well hopefully well um we'll speak soon hopefully we don't have to go this long again without talking yeah for sure all right joe all right take it easy yeah you too man talk Well, thanks for listening to the podcast. And if you want to find out more about my guest, Joe DeMarco, check out demarcosurf.com or you can find him on his Instagram page, uh, demarcosurf. Drop him a line, tell him what's up, tell him you enjoyed the podcast, or if you didn't enjoy it, still say what's up, follow him on Instagram. Also, check out the sponsor, Minnow Surfboards. Micah over there at Minnow Surfboards, he does a fantastic job. Um, also, say what's up, follow him, you know, even just throw him a like. Um, again, thanks for listening, and uh, let's catch you next time.